It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, December 23rd. I'm Donald Ware. It's Manic Monday. We are just two days away from Christmas. And speaking of Manic Monday, boy, what a game on Saturday in the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta as North Carolina A&T defeated Alcorn State 64 to 44. You know the over under on this game was 52 and a half and the teams combined to score 108 points. There was well in excess of 1000 yards of total offense in this game, a seesaw affair. Uh, really, I mean, A&T had uh, the lead, and each time Alcorn State would score, A&T would respond. It went back and forth in that manner, and the third quarter was absolutely bananas. And what a football game. And on the other side of this break, after this timeout, and a word from our sponsor, Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. I'm going to break this football game down, talk to you about this football game uh, and then ultimately going to have some highlights for your enjoyment from this football game. So sit back, relax. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast presented by DW Communications. You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically, it's not a fever. Oh good, that's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) The client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. Has it. Looks, he has a man wide open. Pass oh is boy. caught and into the end zone for the touchdown. Chris Blair on the double move, yes, he able did. to get behind the ANT defense. That was yours truly and Al Swan on the Aggie Sports Radio Network. And that was a beautiful pass from Felix Harper to Chris Blair with 10-16 remaining in the first half. And that touchdown enabled... Alcorn State at that time to regain the lead at 10-7. to This was an outstanding football game, phenomenal football game. Um, A&T really started to take control. I feel like the Aggies never really had full control of the game, although A&T did begin to take control of the game, scored on three straight possessions. Meanwhile, um, after that Chris Blair touchdown reception, Alcorn State did not score uh, the rest of the half, and the Aggies had the 24-10 to 10 lead at halftime. But I'm going to tell you what, and, and th- this is the thing about Alcorn State. Fred McNair and his staff do an absolutely phenomenal job of making adjustments in the second half. Uh, they made tremendous adjustments, particularly with the way I think they opened up the offense a little bit more Um, especially with Felix Harper and throwing it downfield a lot. I mean, it was a tit-for-tat situation in the second half. Both teams really went back and forth. When you look, I mean, and and, and more specifically in the third quarter, when you look at the third quarter, there were a total of 
49 points scored in the third quarter alone. Seven touchdowns in the third quarter. A&T had four, and Alcorn State had three. Um, A&T ultimately opened up the third quarter or the second half, first play uh, of the second half. As a matter of fact, let's do this. This is what happened on the first play of the second half for North Carolina A&T. Out of the gun, has his man in motion, Lockhart, and it's a give to Martin. Gets outside, cuts it back up. Martin busts through, 40. He's got speed. They're not going to catch him. 35, 20, 15, 10, 5. He's in. He's in. Touchdown, Aggies. 75 yards on that touchdown run by Jamain Martin, and really all Corn State had shut the running game down of A&T uh, in the first half, but that run by Jamain Martin enabled A&T to begin to run the football in the second half. Although it, there were a lot of passes, uh, particularly by Khalil Carter, who was named the uh, offensive MVP, obviously that play, I think, was the game changer. That was the game changer because if you look at Alcorn State, maybe Alcorn State doesn't allow for the Aggies to score. I think it's a different ball game because it was a nip uh, it just went back and forth even after that. And by the way, that touchdown run put A&T up by three touchdowns at 31 to 10. But then you had Felix Harper um, or uh, came right back with a six yard run, then a big play by A&T, then Deshaun Waller, then a big play by A&T, then uh, Alcorn State scores, then a big play by A&T, then Alcorn State scores again, then a field goal by A&T, um, which at that time, I believe that field goal, um, put a and up. I, don't, I can't remember if it was, may have been 10 points or something like that. I mean, it may have been 17 points, actually, um, at that time. Then Alcorn State, it was 17 points because Alcorn State came back, got the one-yard touchdown run, and then a bad snap on the extra point, and A&T turned that uh, into two points, and that pretty much – uh, sealed the deal, and then Jamaine Martin with a four-yard touchdown run, and that pretty much sealed the deal. I thought it was it was a clean game. I thought it was a a, a reasonably well officiated game. Not a whole lot of penalties for both teams because th when you look at these teams, the two teams are penalized a whole lot. Um, you look at time of possession; it was about even. Uh, third down conversions, A and T uh, was really really good, seven of thirteen. You know, when you look at Alcorn State, I mean, two, 6 of 15 isn't bad. It was, again, to you know, Fred McNair is one of the best. He and his staff, one of the best in terms of making adjustments in the second half. You go back a couple of years ago. Was that 2017? It seemed like maybe Alcorn, or 16, that is. Alcorn State may have been down in that. And it may have been 17 um, uh, when Alcorn State, was down in that SWAC championship game like 17 and nothing came all the way back but ultimately Grambling ended up winning that game uh, by a touchdown you look at the game against McNeese State earlier in the season when Alcorn State was down 17 and nothing and then pulled to within 17 to 14 with still about it was still at that time about midway through the fourth quarter they just couldn't finish and I think that's maybe one of the Achilles heels, but it, I mean, if you look at the Southern game in the SWAC championship game, um, Southern had a fourth quarter lead and Alcorn State was able to pull that football game out. I thought it was, uh, you know, it was a nip and tuck affair. It was an exciting game. It was a great game to call. You know, I thought from a defensive perspective, when you look at North Carolina A&T, very solid in the first half, 
not so much in the second half. And it wasn't even about the passing because as I told you all all week, if you don't know a lot about A&T, A&T very susceptible to the pass. And when you have a quarterback, like I'd never seen Felix Harper play in person. Felix Harper left-handed is the absolute real deal. Felix Harper can play. He's very good. I mean, it's different when you watch a guy uh, on television as opposed to watching him in person. Uh, you know, his mechanics are great. And you know, that's, he has a deep, when he does the seven-step drop, it's a deep seven-step drop. It allows um, for him to be able to see the field. He isn't the tallest guy in the world, uh, but he sees the field well. He has excellent touch. I think one of the things that A&T did well, especially uh, in the first half, was put pressure uh, on Harper. Three sacks in the ball game for North Carolina A&T. Uh, I thought A&T did a decent job of stop, uh, stopping the run, but the adjustment that Alcorn State made in the second half, really committing more so to the pass to Felix Harper using the big receivers. Anderson's, you know, a big receiver. Um, you know, you got Blair's a big receiver. You know, Pringle is a really, really good receiver. So I think um, when you look at, and, 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 and those guys matched up, much bigger uh, than A&T's corners. I mean, you look at, you know, really Alcorn State went right after Mac McCain uh, in this football game and had some success. So I thought, uh, and, it, and, and what it also did was enable uh, um, Alcorn State's running game to, to kind of come around as well. 119 yards rushing is solid, especially when you look at the first half where A&T basically shut the running game down. I knew Deshaun Waller was going to be a factor in this game because uh, he, even though he hadn't done a whole lot this season, he 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 played in this game last year and had a big game against A&T, um, and he had 59 yards rushing on 13 carries, four and a half yards uh, per carry in the football game. Felix Harper, 25 of 42, 341 yards, three touchdowns. The one interception that he had was in the first half. I mean, he tried to throw it out in the flat. He never saw the true freshman linebacker, Jacob Roberts, coming. Roberts intercepted it, was running down the near sideline, looking for the end zone. I uh, got pushed out of bounds right around the five-yard line or so. But Alcorn State held um, at that particular time and uh, forced a field goal. This was with about five minutes remaining in the first half. Um, and it really just extended the A&T lead to 17 to 10. So that was a big hold by the Alcorn State defense. Um, again, I can't say enough about this football game. When you look at Khalil Carter, the quarterback for North Carolina A&T, the offensive MVP, he looked so good. I mean, the touch on the football, the long passes. I mean, when you look at the, um, the, the passes, I mean, he had a 73-yard touchdown pass to Corey Banks. 59-yard touchdown pass to Zachary Leslie. 53-yard touchdown pass to Elijah Bell. He was hitting his guys in stride. The Aggie receivers were able, and like much like the Alcorn State receivers, when you look at Zachary Leslie and, and Elijah Bell more specifically, and Ron Hunt. These are some big guys. Ron Hunt, he hit Ron Hunt for a 59-yard touchdown pass. These are some big receivers against Alcorn State's um, defensive backs who are good but are smaller. Javen Morris, I thought, had a great game. Taylor um, had a, a Jawan Taylor had a phenomenal game. He was all over the field uh, for Alcorn State. But this day was about the play 
of Khalil Carter, 18 of 30, 364 yards, six touchdowns, zero interceptions, also rushed for 96 yards in the ball game. He was absolutely splendid. He is from Austell, Georgia. He is a graduate student. He played in this football game, the inaugural Celebration Bowl against Alcorn State back in 2015. He was back at home. Uh, Austell is not very far from Atlanta at all, part obviously part of the metro area. And this was all about the play uh, offensively of Khalil Carter, and he was absolutely splendid. He was dropping dimes. I mean, he was putting it out there. His guys went to go get the football. There was a big play in the game where, you know, John Main Martin in that first half wasn't getting a whole lot going, but it was a screen pass um, that when John Main made a good catch and was able to get up the field, it led to uh, the touchdown that A&T had right before the end of the first half, 41 seconds, the touchdown pass from Carter to Corey Banks. Um, you know, I, I tell you what, I've never been a part of a football game uh, like this where it went tit for tat. Every time A&T would go up by 21, Alcorn State would answer and uh, pull back to within 14. Then A&T would respond and Alcorn State would come back. Tit for tat, 28 points for A&T in the third quarter, 21 points for Alcorn State in the third quarter as well. Wow, I mean, I was so privileged to be able to be right there to watch that kind of football game. I've been to all five uh, Celebration Bowls by far. That one was the most exciting. The first one was very good as well. It was the coming out party for North Carolina A&T running back Tariq Cohen, who is now, of course, with the Chicago Bears. That was an exciting game as well, a close game. This game, the, score, the, the, the game was closer than the score would indicate, 64 to 44. This was the, the, uh, the game, 20 points uh, was the, the most margin of victory in this Celebration Bowl uh, in the five games that have been played in the Celebration Bowl. Phenomenal, phenomenal Celebration Bowl. Glad to be a part of it. If you had a chance to watch it, I'm sure you enjoyed it as well. So what we're going to do here. We're going to end the show. I'm going to play some highlights from this game uh, between North Carolina A&T and Alcorn State on tomorrow's Takeaway Tuesday, uh, which is going to be the last HBCU football daily podcast uh, of the season. Uh, I'm going to talk about the final poll, the final poll. Uh, A&T expected to be number one in both the box to row uh, or in the HBCU coaches uh, and media polls. Time that I've done this podcast, the polls won't be released until after that. So I'll talk extensively about that, give you some of my takeaways um, from the season um, as well, uh, and wrap this thing up on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast where you can listen uh, and download the podcast at BoxToRow.com and iHeartMedia.com as well. Enjoy these highlights, and I'm going to talk with you tomorrow. Neither team was able to get much going on the first couple of possessions. Ultimately, Alcorn State struck first on a McCullough 28-yard field goal with 317 remaining in the first quarter. On the ensuing possession, North Carolina A&T put points on the board. Two-back pistol for A&T from its own 47-yard line. It's a play fake. Carter looking deep. Has a man open. Bell. Go! 10-yard line. Yes. Touchdown A!
Aggies. What a catch by Elijah Bell. 53 yards, and A&T went up 7-3, but Alcorn State would respond early in the second quarter. Harper has it. Look, he has a man wide open. Pass oh is boy. caught. And into the end zone for the touchdown. Chris Blair on the double move. Yes, he did. Able to get behind the A&T defense. From 36 yards, and Alcorn State regained the lead at 10-7. This is the type of football game we had. Nip and tuck. And you knew that A&T was going to respond to play fake. Carter pump fakes. Carter looking. He has a man. Leslie caught 30-yard line. Still on his feet. 10-yard line. Five. Yes. He's in. Touchdown, Aggies. 59-yard pass and catch with 7.55 remaining in the first half. As the Aggies regain the lead at 14-10, the Aggies would put more points on the board. Noel Ruiz's 26-yard field goal with 5.05 remaining in the first half extended the Aggie lead to 17-10, but A&T wasn't done. Ball is at the four-yard line of the Braves. Bunch to the near side for A&T. In the pocket, pass is going to its own touchdown, Corey Banks. From four yards with 41 seconds remaining in the first half, and the Aggies took the 24-10 lead into halftime. The Aggies got the football to begin the second half. And on the first play, out of the gun has his man in motion, Lockhart. And it's a give to Martin. Gets outside, cuts it back up. Martin busts through. 40. He's got speed. They're not going to catch him. 35, 20, 15, 10, 5. He's in. He's in. Touchdown, Aggies. 75 yards for Jamain Martin. The Aggies led 31 to 10, but Alcorn State would respond. As they run the play, and Harper on the quarterback, keeper off the play fake, wow. and he runs into the end zone for the touchdown. From six yards with 11.37 remaining. In the third quarter, the Braves pulled to within 31 to 17, but the Aggies would answer. Out of the gun, Kashawn Baker is the featured back, and it's a play fake. Carter gonna throw, looking down the right seam, he has a man, yes. in the end zone, touchdown! Aggies run Hunt from Greensboro on the reception. From 43 yards, the Aggies extended their lead to 38 to 17. Once again, Alcorn State would respond. Ball is at the 23-yard line, and the give is inside. Oh Big boy. hole, 15-10-5 touchdown for the Braves. Deshaun Waller, he's no stranger to this celebration bowl as he goes for 23 yards and a Braves touchdown. The Braves would pull to within 38-24 to 24 with 9.09 remaining in the third quarter. And you know it. The Aggies would answer. Out of the gun is Carter. Carter eludes a tackler. Looking downfield. Throws to a spot in the end zone. Caught! Touchdown, Aggies! Carter to Elijah Bell from 20 yards. The Aggies would increase the lead to 45 to 24. Alcorn State would come right back. Harper to Anderson from 35 yards with 349 remaining. In the third quarter, the Braves would close the gap to 45 to 31, but A&T would get 
another big play. Carter gonna drop back, he's got time, pump fakes. Has a man wide open, Banks! Caught! 40 yard line, down the near sideline, cuts it back 20, 15, cuts it back again, 10, 5. Oh, yes! they shook him, touchdown Aggies! 73 yards, North Carolina A&T would increase its lead to 52 to 31, but Alcorn State would come right back. Felix Harper to Nigel Wood, 13 yard pass and catch and the Braves pulled to within 52 to 38. Then A&T would get a 38-yard field goal from Noel Ruiz with seven minutes remaining, and the Aggies extended the lead to 55 to 38. Alcorn State would come right back. A one-yard touchdown run by Harper pulled Alcorn State to within 55 to 44. Then on the extra point, Oh, it's a bad snap. The ball is loose. And Alcorn State, no, it's still loose. A&T picks it up, looking for two points. Still on his feet, 40-yard line. They're not going to catch him. 20, 15, 10, 5, two points for A&T. It is Amir McNeil, and A&T goes ahead 57 to 44. As A&T again defeated Alcorn State 64 to 44. Hope you enjoyed these highlights. Yours truly and Al Swan on the Aggie Sports Radio Network.